fifth episode of the Beirut Banyan, and we're joined by Nadim Shahadi, Executive Director of Lebanese American University, New York campus. First part of the episode discusses sectarianism and secularism and their history in the region. The second part, beginning at 52 minutes and 45 seconds, discusses civil marriage. And Nadim's opinions on sectarianism and civil marriage may surprise you. And this conversation is born out of many discussions I've had with Nadim over the years. From sidewalk cafes in Hamra to university campuses, Boston, New York, Beirut, Nadim unpacks academic terms and offers historical perspective on Beirut's place in Ottoman history and the power-sharing mechanism Lebanon inherited and holds on to relentlessly. We did? I think so. What Con- is it? Well, I'd like to say it's contrarian debates. Yes, I, th- I didn't expect you to expose me like this at the very <laughs> beginning <laughs> of a podcast. My, my main idea is that I think that there is nothing more tyrannical than received wisdom and accepted ideas. When, I, when, I, when people are in convinced of something beyond any debate, then it becomes a, a, a very dangerous sort of set of ideas. And I like to cast doubt on everything. I think that's, that's uh, better than being contrarian. I like your choice of words. Yeah. Danger, doubt, maybe those are even more explicit than contrarianism. Yes. But nonetheless, these are very uh, these are very challenging d- issues, and I think, in a way, there's there's many many different angles to look at one issue in the region. And if you don't mind, maybe we can start with something rather general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it leads back to a discussion we had not too long ago, which was the the heaviness of the term sectarianism. Yes, and maybe we can actually start off at the at the decade that we were discussing, which was the Ottoman liberalism, Tanzimat phase, in particular the 1860s, and you said something which was quite astonishing. And if you don't mind, I will quote you to you here. You can draw two lines from the Tanzimat era, one to Ataturk and one to Erdogan. Yes. Now let's start there. What exactly... You can also draw it to most of the countries in, in the region. You can draw one to Sisi and, and one to Morsi. <laughs> in, a, in a way, so, so first of all, it's not really Ottoman liberalism. Liberalism is it's, it's more cosmopolitan, if you, if you like, than, 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 okay. than liberal. And uh, the Ottomans in the 1820s and early 30s Panicked about mainly after the Greek revolt, they they thought that the the state of the empire was they, was uh, needed reform, and that uh, in order to prevent another revolt like in the Balkans or the Arabs or in order to keep the empire together, they had to introduce what they called the Tanzimat, which are uh, reforms, which were mainly ad- administrative. But 
but also included the, the Western concept of uh, equality. So they wanted people to feel that they are that there is equality of citizenship in the empire uh, and and that they had the full rights in the empire. They wanted people to belong to feel that they belong to the empire. And can I ask you what is that what is that pulled from? If these are notions of equality and you said earlier even Ottoman cosmopolitanism, is that something that you're linking towards Europe in those years and European ideals or is this um, yes it was largely inspired by by European ideas by um, by um, some Republican even ideas mm-hmm. of, of, of citizenship and that on, equality on, on. is there anything secular about that equality no at the time there was no there was no nothing there mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it was not se- it was not secular mm-hmm. um, but it gave a kind of autonomy to the various groups in the, in, in, in the in the empire. Yeah. So the, the Christians, the Greeks, the uh, the Armenians, or um, yeah. And going back to those lines. Yeah. So we have if if it's not Erdogan or Ataturk or Sisi and Mursi, let's say any of these two parallel uh, trajectories. How does that? What does equality sort of mean in in terms of those lines? Are we saying that? Okay, so basically, um, at the time there was protest from Muslims or Islamists that you cannot give minorities the same rights as as full blooded Muslims. Mm-hmm. So so that that was, uh, and there were. Uh, Protests about uh, about about the reforms on religious grounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this was this was in a way a healthy phenomenon. Yeah. But this was, if you like, this was speeded up mm-hmm. after World War One. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it went through ups and downs, and but. Um, so the natural trajectory was interrupted. No, Atatürk, Atatürk, in a, in a way fast-tracked the mm-hmm, whole thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. adopted almost overnight uh, a secular Western uh, constitution with uh, which was inspired more by the French and the Swiss. It was like laic in a, yes. uh, rather than secular, mm-hmm. uh, which is equality of citizenship. Yeah. Uh, but it in it it encompasses a denial of diversity. Like denial the, of diversity. Uh, yes. For, so, for example, in France, France is a very diverse country. You have the 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 Basque, the Breton, the Provençaux, the the, the uh, uh, you know the, the uh, uh, Alsace Lorraine are more or less German. You have uh, a huge diversity of people, and the French have a system where everybody becomes French mm. and that's laicite where where you have one single identity mm-hmm. which is secular where the government def- almost defines what religion is and the limits of religion mm-hmm. and it's the hegemony of the state over religion it's not really separation of the state and it's the hegemony of the state over over everything. It's you you become a a, a citizen, uh, 
and all diversity is almost forcibly um, eradicated through education. Now this talk, so I, you you you, yeah. you bring mm-hmm. a diverse population, you put them through a system called the lycée, yes, and you crank it just like that, and uh, they come out homogeneous on, 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 on the other side and you have something called the Académie Française yes. which uh, tells you what the language really is and mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have different accents and all that so this was an inspiration to Ataturk overnight he abolished um, even the clothes of, of the, uh, you were not allowed to wear to wear the, the uh, you had to wear European clothes you, you couldn't wear the tarbouche yes you you uh, uh, he changed the script to so your Latin script to Latin script, yeah. and and uh, he formed a commission to purify the language right. to reform the language. But can I ask you: Is the if 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 this is a problematic issue yeah. facing our part of the world, is it simply the pace that it was implemented? Because it almost sounds like it's personally driven, and that is the problem. It's the fast forward, post World War One, not enough time to adjust. Is that the issue, or is the secularism in itself problematic to you? Uh, to me personally, it is secularism itself. This is interesting. Yes. So secularism has a a negative connotation to, to me, to yes. you, to, to me. Secular nationalism, uh, the homogenizing secular nationalist ideology that prevailed in the 20th century and that everybody accepts as a an ideal form uh, where diversity is in a way seen as a negative and uh, anything traditional is seen as, as a negative so it's also modernizing would it be fair to say that the european example is maybe not considered so problematic when other alternatives are offered in other words the would France be better off with a less secular society today? Is is France in a in a maybe a, not not crippled but let's say stunted state because of its secularism? Well, the whole of uh, Europe is moving away slightly. I mean, uh, mm. uh, from 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 that model because now in France and in Spain they are recognizing the differences there are regional differences and you're allowed mm-hmm. to speak your language you're allowed to teach it mm-hmm. um, so 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 there is there is a um, a gradual movement away 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 from it so the core issue is autonomy then the core issue is the role of the state i think in my in my view yes in my, yeah i'm the, more the, interested the, in your yeah. yes so mm-hmm. in my view the core issue is how much do you allow the state to control your life? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that what we are going through globally now, the, 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 the global crisis that we're going through, which has many symptoms, one of them is the Arab Spring, but the rise of populism everywhere is the same phenomenon for, in, in, uh, as, as the Arab Spring. The populism and the Arab Spring to you are... It's very similar. similar, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, how, uh, how would you, uh, could you maybe probe that a little bit? So it's the, it's, so the 20th century, um, 
for me, started in the 1870s. Is, is Steve Bannon our our guy for the for no, the no no, no, Steve, no. Steve Bannon is a nationalist and mm. and uh, anti migration and mm-hmm. all that. I think he's he's also a reaction to that. You see, there is a confusion between the reaction and the phenomenon. Mm-hmm. If you have a if you have people calling for more nationalism, yes. it doesn't mean that nationalism is on the increase. It means that nationalism is under threat. So, and so they're calling for. Otherwise, they wouldn't call for it. Right. You see. So, so the, the Steve Bannon ultra nationalist f- phenomenon is a symptom of the of the decline of of that phenomenon, rather than a, a symptom of its. So he is strength. not in that orbit. The. Populism of he's, he's, let, let me put it this way: yeah. in 2011, mm-hmm. there were demonstrations everywhere. Yeah, there were demo, there were demonstrations in Beijing, in Romania, Ukraine. in Spain, in Ukraine. Yeah. There was Occupy Wall Street, Occupy Saint Paul, Occupy Portland, Oregon. Um, <laughs> there was an alignment of the stars, which caused a. Explosion, a popular popular explosion in the streets, protesting. Mm-hmm. What were they protesting? I don't think they were sure. They knew something was wrong, but some of them were blaming the bankers, yeah. like Wall Street and St. Paul's. Others were blaming immigrants. Um, others were blaming politicians in general. Mm-hmm. You know, the establishment. They were just. Basically, or globalization, or so. So, the um, what you had is people feeling that their world or the order they lived in is no longer appropriate, and there's a, and it was crumbling. It was not responding to their needs. And, and, that, and that is part of the secular order that we're referring. So, for me, that's part that. Order that's crumbling is a 20th century order where the state had gained too much control over people's lives. And this is inspired by movements that began in the 1870s. Most of the ideas of the 20th century were germinating in the 1870s. That's so for me, they, 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 um, 20th century started in 1870, 1871 to be precise, and and fall of Paris to Bismarck, and ended in 2011. That's interesting. Yeah. And and our part of the world is included in that. Abs- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. we 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 we're not an exception. Right. Uh, um, we 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 were part of most of the trends: the nationalist trends, the socialist trends. Uh, the welfare, but I'd trend. like to push a bit on that on that notion yeah. that we're part of the general trend. The state control in our part of the world was vastly different than the state control of West Germany, the UK, yeah. etc., America. We had a vicious form of state control, which maybe you disagree with this. I'd like your opinion on on the level of secularism that applied to our part of the world was perhaps less secular, 
more tyrannical, more state abuse. So, in other words, Ataturk was more a dictator than a secular leader. And post-Ataturk, all of our reach, all of our leaders have been more dictator than secular, liberal, European-oriented. And I, I, you may disagree, but uh, it was not the separation of state and 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 church, church and state. Mm. It was the hegemony of the state over over the church. So state and control over all aspects of life. All aspects of life. And this was, in a, in a way, inspired by Prussia, by the Bismarck, uh, Bismarck's social uh, insurance system and, and social services, mm-hmm. um, and by a lot of the ideas uh, around then, which included eugenics, which included uh, nationalism, which included the... Uh, sta- state control of, of, of right uh, yeah but but again is is our are we just part of the club are we like we we are, I, I think we're very much we're very much part of the club yes mm. because we we were uh, we we had most of these ideas I mean we followed most of the global trends yes um, um, I mean don't forget that because when the Arab Spring and Occupy Wall Street yeah. to me seem like different planets altogether. Yeah. When you have Tahrir and then you have anti Wall Street New Yorkers yeah. showing up and camping, they don't seem to be the same to me. Although they are both protesting, they're both uh, expressing uh, anger towards yeah. their state, but the relationship to the state is vastly different. An Egyptian in 2009, 2010, and a New Yorker, the same yes. years, have very different experiences. Of course, yeah. So is it is it really to do with the state, that they are both challenging the 20th century order? Or is our part of the world just, in a way, going back to what was accelerated too quickly at the turn of the century? And are, are we picking up where we, in a way, left off, which is what we're referring to at the beginning, that cosmopolitanism, that diversity, that equality of later 19th century Ottoman Empire. It was not equal. But it was becoming more equal. No, it was it was still unequal. It was still unequal and to the religious minorities that you mentioned. Yes, religious minorities were second class. Yes. There's no question about yes. it. Mm-hmm. Let's go back let's go back to the to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. You have many positively loaded words which represent values, yes, which are dominant in the 20th century. So, um, equality, cohesiveness, homogeneity, citizenship, uh, liberalism, nationalism, patriotism, all these were freedom, liberty, all that. Now, it's not necessary that they are all compatible. There, there is always a trade-off between one, one and the uh, yes, one and the other. So yeah. you, you have to have a hierarchy of the of of values. Right. Which values do you value over the others? Over others. So would you trade off liberty or freedom for equality? 
and to you you can't have both or national or patriotism or nationalism yeah you, maybe you can mm -hmm. but throughout the 20th century there was always that trade-off interesting your choices became more and more limited mm -hmm. and your freedom became more and more limited for the sake of equality which we never properly had. No, in, in our region it was for the sake of nationalism and for the sake of patriotism. And But that's my point, really, that nationalism trumped everything else. In, in, in our region. In our region. But it, it is part of the same system. You see, post-World War I, don't forget that Europe went through... I mean, people say that... Uh, post-World War One, Sykes-Picot and mm -hmm. Versailles and all that created, you know, th this whole myth of lands in the uh, lines in the sand and artificial states and uh, that's all Arab nationalist uh, you know gibberish for me yeah? <laughs> <laughs> because basically you have three empires that collapsed mm -hmm. during World War One. Uh, the Russian, the, uh, the the Ottoman, and the Austro-Hungarian. Yes. Yeah? yes. So these empires were empires that ruled over several nations, yeah? which meant that if you went to any of the cities, mm. you would have many nations, which is what cosmopolitanism is. When you, you go to Smyrna, to Beirut, to Alexandria, to Sarajevo, Constantinople, yeah. to Sarajevo, yeah. you would find... Greeks, Armenians, Turks, Europeans, Albanians, Georgians, uh, you know, a huge variety of, of uh, Maltese, you know, they, they, were, they were all mixed, and, uh, and Arabs, of course, and, yeah. and uh, so you, have a, you had a cosmopolitan uh, world ruled by the empire and the Turks. And This was not a world of equals. You, so, okay. so, so, but, yeah. so, so the diversity, uh -huh. if you value diversity versus equality, <laughs> <laughs> so, put it, let me put it in a nutshell. In order for Turkey to become, to become homogeneous and cohesive, you had the Armenian massacres, The, the, the expulsion of Greeks, the expulsion of Arabs from the south, which people don't even mention. That's true. The Assyrian massacres. Subjugation on, on, on of Kurds. and Subjugation of Kurds. Yeah. So after you've done all that, okay, you become, hom you become secular and you become homogeneous and you become uh, cohesive. I, I'd rather not. You know, I, I'd ra they, they say that Christians were... Um, persecuted in the in the uh, in the Ottoman Empire, and that they were second-class citizens. So there were maybe eight million Christians in Turkey in the in the in, the, uh, in, in, in what we call now yes. Turkey mm -hmm. in Ottoman times, um, who were unequal. Now there are 80,000 Christians in Turkey who are equal. But, okay, so I, I'll, I'll take your point that a, an accelerated uh, form of secularism purged communities from 
purge communities that considered the Ottoman Empire their home. Yeah, no, but, but you see, that it's not accelerated. I mean, it's the same. The same process happened in Europe, and and uh, it happened through centuries. You know, the 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 the, the European wars. Mm-hmm. Created uh, since the since the, the I mean Westphalia created a we don't want to go back all that far no but, no but of Westphalia course. created uh, principalities and states yes. that were homogeneous and these were carved up by wars and yes. ethnic cleansing and expulsion of people and massacres and and, and, and all that so. So the, the the homogeneity of Europe is uh, of the states in Europe. Yes. You know the fact that you could at one time now now it's all di- <laughs> very different. But yeah. uh, um, you, you you could find Danes in Denmark and Swedes in Sweden and uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> only Germans in Germany and French in so this is a result of a long process of wars and and, right. and, and uh, uh, you know uh, uh, religious wars and national wars and but so so, say, so in other words the what what I'm getting from you is rather than secularism being the positive instinct it should be sectarianism no I'm just saying that you cannot accept secularism. And uh, so va- positively loaded values, which I acknowledge are positively loaded. I mean, I'm a secular person. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a religious person. So I don't... And we're doing this in a very secular city. I mean, and, and a secular institution. A secular institution. And, and uh, we're both products of a secular institution absolutely. in Lebanon. Yes. And we're so, all, yeah, so our, we're very secular. Absolutely. But, but what I'm saying is that the... There is a limit to how much these values can be useful or harmful, or, or, or at what, to what extent they can be harmful. On, on now, let's flip this on its head. Sectarianism. Yes. Would rather than that being a negative term, it, it, would you say that sectarianism has its positive traits and those go Se- back? Okay, sectarianism is a negatively loaded term. It is. It is uh, in a world where we value unity and homogeneity and cohesiveness. Sectarianism is bad. And Lebanon is yeah. the shining star. Lebanon uh, is of the sectarianism. Sh- <laughs> yeah, but but you see, you call it sectarianism in Lebanon when mm. when you when you are against the system. So in Lebanon, mm. there is a there's a. Uh, now a, a very vociferous movement to change the system mm-hmm. uh, and um, they call it sectarianism but it, in fact it's not it's, it's, it's a power sharing a system of power sharing that is inspired that's interesting by the, by the Ottoman model so we are closer to the 1870s than other places, and that's a good thing. Yeah, we, we yeah. never, so if in a nutshell, yeah. Lebanon never um, became a 20th century uh, ideal state. Sure. Lebanon skipped the 20th century. Lebanon skipped the 20th century, but we were very 
we, brutal, we, we skipped no it, it, during the 20th century we spent the whole century arguing whether <laughs> we wanted to become it's my fault for taking the conversation to the 21st century but yeah. it's still a good conversation <laughs> no no I'll, let, let, no you see so lebanon is an exception in the sense that we never became an ideal type 20th century state which has equal citizenship which is sovereign which uh, you know gives services to its uh, population uh, all these all these 20th century sort of ideal types were never achieved so in a way we skipped the 20th century and spent the whole century arguing whether to enter it or not all our crises whether 1930 1936 the the constitution uh 1975 all these all these crises were about that and the the civil war is part of us joining the absolutely what was the civil war about the civil war if you look at the program of the harakat al-watanie and of the of the progressive nationalist forces in lebanon They were very similar to the program of of uh, of, of the of the revolution in 1958, and it's not and, and and they were about abolishing the confessional system, uh, becoming a strong state, bec- uh, fighting, having a strong army, fighting Israel, uh, supporting the Arab nationalist causes. It wasn't our sectarian model that drove us to that point. Uh, well, that's one explanation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the, the flip side of that mm-hmm. was that we had a sectarian model, which you call sectarian model <laughs> because you you. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I yeah. actually, you're right. For this conversation, I'm going to change the word because you're right. It does have. I am automatically assuming that negative yeah. side. So yeah. why don't we what would you call it instead of sectarian? Well, it's it's a confessional power sharing model. I remember us once using consociational and no, no, you didn't I, like that word. Yes, because it's a it's a it's a it's a term which is used by so-called political scientists which <laughs> I'm allergic to. Which you don't consider yourself one of the no. uh, in that field that yeah because you are of no, course no i'm not a social scientist sure yeah uh, certainly not so what so yeah. what would the no, because his, social yeah. science you mm-hmm. see social <laughs> science L- look at the words yes what is social science social science is a very 20th century form form of thinking in in in, in, in a way and it is also inspired by prussia and bismarck Uh, <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm not anti-Prussia or Bismarck, but it is, but it the the impulse came uh, from the victory of uh, Prussia over France. So, the, on the bottom of uh, the on the bottom of your uh, respect list, we have the secular social scientist, <laughs> and at the top we have an Ottoman cosmopolitan. Um, power sharing uh, leader <laughs> well, uh, I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to see to you yes the the if, if sectarian is if okay assuming sectarian has that bad side yes power sharing may not be that word right we wouldn't just say power sharing 
confessional is closer to what you would want? Yeah, I mean, this is what I mean, it's another way of you of, of just you, a, of using a, it. Okay, yeah. so the the confessional model we had or we still have is is sort of uh, away from the problems that we that we got ourselves into in the twentieth century. Uh, it's not totally divorced mm-hmm. because if the objective was to reach the 20th century model, then the the power-sharing system was a problem. Uh, then in that, in that case, why is it so... I mean, social scientists aside, why yeah. is it so mainstream to refer to our problems as sectarian in nature? Why do you think that... I think it's wrong to, do, to say... Because we're not all social no, scientists. Yeah. I mean, the average person that... The average protester yes. who maybe leans more towards a secular model yes. by default. Uh, how does that person play a role in this? Because I'm, I'm curious. We, I don't think the average person sees the sectarian confessional system as a good thing. No. So wh- why, because why they, think- they mix they, they, there's a confusion of, 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 of issues mm-hmm. yeah so uh, clientelism is bad there's no question about it yes uh, corruption is bad which we have plenty of uh, which we have plenty of uh, um, lack of uh, organization lawlessness all these issues are bad or all, all these are, are, are bad there's no question about that. But it doesn't mean that if you abolish sectarianism, you'll abolish all this. You can have, point, you can yeah. still have sectarianism. You can still have uh, uh, corruption, corruption, and and yeah. and, and, and uh, lack of services and uh, uh, clientelism. I mean, the best example is is the Palestinian Authority. I mean, they they, they have a, a very good excuse because they are, they are under occupation. But basically, the corruption that there, that exists there. Is and the clientelism and and the inefficiency and uh, is very similar to ours, but they don't have a sectarian without the sectarian without, without sectarianism. So so you can you can have that without the sectarianism. So we are illogically linking. The yeah, we, we if you hear people in Lebanon speaking, it's a focus on sectarianism that. Uh, on the that if you abolish the confessional system in Lebanon, um, the power sharing system, and we be, we all become secular, a la twentieth century, but not in its most brutal form. Let's not go to the you know Holocaust and <laughs> yes and. Armenian genocide. Let's just say. No, but you see, it depends which side you're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are secularists in the in the in the in the ideological sense mm-hmm. will will not blame these ideas for say what's happening in Syria. Uh, right. They right. will they will blame uh, sectarianism for what's happening in Syria. And so you do have two sides. So in other words, the the clientelism you mentioned or the mafia sort of like behavior is less to do with the sectarian model and more to do with poor governance. Yeah. And that's the issue at hand. Yeah. I mean, a crook is a crook, whether he's sectarian or secular, he's a crook. Interesting. Took me through all the stages almost of why sectarianism should not be the, uh, the worst thing, worst model. 
um, I still have that reaction. Yes. And if changing the word, it still takes me to that negative reaction, whether it's confessional or, or anything else. Yeah. Um, and I think it's largely because of the positive side of secularism that is very attractive. What is the positive side of secularism? Well, I, I and I could be wrong in my assumption here, but yes. uh, the 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 things that I enjoy the most in that part of the world, mm-hmm. I think are less religious and more secular. And I'll give you an example. Uh, something like this university. Yes. Which is not a sectarian. It, there's nothing sectarian about this university. Yeah. Uh, AUB is the same. Yes. And, and the like. Um, my my interactions in Beirut and Lebanon... You are a Ras Beiruti, basically. Yeah. And I... Yes. Probably why I like you as well. <laughs> 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 but yeah, sure. And that to me is the... Yeah. that It may be a bubble. It may be irrelevant. The wider Middle East. But I think I find myself attracted to that lifestyle. Yeah. That is a model that I no, like. Yes, Ras Beirut is a bubble. I, I, I belong to it and mm-hmm. you belong to it. And it's very different from everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I would love the whole of the Middle East, Mishbas, the whole of Lebanon, to, to become like Ras Beirut. Which, which implies that there is something, that that's the positive trait of secularism, that you would love the Middle East to look more like Ras Beirut. And uh, do I, do I yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I think also Ras Beirut can only exist in a, b- because of the, the mm. power sharing. That, mm. that, you see, look at... The, an old Ottoman city. Yes. You would walk in the marketplace or in the in the common in in, in, the, in the city, and you would have several languages, lots of different foods, lots of different clothes, different religions, different turbans, hats. Uh, you have a very cosmopolitan mix of of people yeah? sure. from all over the, the empire, mm-hmm. Kurds and Arabs and Christians and Albanians and. Uh, Georgians and Armenians and yes. Greeks and whatever. Yep. Everything. Everything. But in the evening, they can all go back to their quarters. So you have a typical, uh, a typical Ottoman city or, or, or a Islamic city, if you like, or even uh, I think it's, it's, it's a, a city of that era. Yes. You, uh, you have a Jewish quarter, a Christian quarter, a Greek quarter, uh, European quarter and the Turkish quarter and maybe a Kurdish one and and so people had secure boundaries. But the Ottoman city, we all knew the other side. We all knew. Yes. No, no. Of course, I'm right. not idealizing it. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that when things were when when people feel that their boundaries are protected, mm-hmm. they stop becoming a threat to each other. The Ross Beirut model. The Ross Beirut model can only exist in peace uh-huh. when the environment it is in mm-hmm. is is also in peace and secure. And emulating Ross Beirut in the region is almost impossible. No, it's not impossible at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ross Beirut is a Levantine phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's it. Uh, it existed all over all over the region, mm-hmm. but it got extinguished in all in all the region. So the phenomenon of people of 
huge diversity living in the same in the same area uh, uh, without tension right yes right um, that existed in in, 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 in in the whole Ottoman Empire in the cities where it's diverse where people, breathing space so the diverse breathing space was there because people had at the same time the security of having their communal boundaries secure. Let's let's forget about this. Let's start from the the beginning. Two people in the same office. Mm -hmm. Yeah? They could be friends and they could be enemies. One of the main factors of them becoming enemies is if they feel that they don't have secure boundaries, which means that they they encroach on each other's uh, jobs, Mm -hmm. job description or terms of reference. So their positions are secure with or without each other? No, if their positions are secure, Uh then they can be friends. Okay. If if their positions are... If there's an overlap in the positions mm-hmm. and 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 they feel that one is encroaching on the boundary of the other, mm-hmm. then there's there's you have the beginning of tension. That's interesting. So Ottoman yeah. city or or a Ras Beirut like area could only exist when everyone felt secure. When everyone felt secure, and it's, it's and it existed in every city. So yes. in yes. in Smyrna, mm-hmm. in in uh, Haifa, in mm. Jaffa, in. Uh, Aleppo in uh, Alexandria in Tripoli up north in of course yeah. of yeah. course yes, yes when you have secure boundaries people can mix on an individual basis with, without without much tension secularism now, killed those secure boundaries yeah secularism replaced this they replaced it with the state so the state mm-hmm. which is a coercive entity uh and it was a coercive entity in Ottoman times. I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, uh, replaced the 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 uh, the, the bond, uh, protected the individuals mm-hmm. instead of the community protecting the individual. There it is. So community, community space. Yeah. Community, not separation necessarily, but power sharing was the Ottoman model that worked best. Yes, the Lebanese adaptation of that yeah. was to create secure boundaries. You have to go back to the writings of Michel Shiha, uh, who basically translated the Ottoman model into a 20th century language, uh, fooled the French into accepting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's our fault, or it's his fault. That <laughs> no, it's not his fault. It's mm. his. It's to his credit. I mean, oh, okay. I think. I think Lebanon is. Lebanon is now because Lebanon skipped the twentieth century. It is ahead of everyone else because that's, that's funny. So uh, <laughs> because think of it this way: what's happening in the region now mm-hmm. is that there are revolts trying to dismantle a twentieth century model. So, like in Syria, for example, mm-hmm. yeah, in Syria they have to first dismantle the state. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Second, they have to get used. They have to find a way of living without it because the state has abolished every, everything, everything else. Yeah. So they, 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 like there's no private education. The whole all education is is state. Mm-hmm. So they have to find a way of 
living without the state if they're going to to abolish it. Mm-hmm. And third, they have to find a way of living together because that's not easy either. Yeah. Right. So we don't have a state to dismantle. We <laughs> have. We can live without the state very well. That's true. Because we have all our communal institutions. Right. And we have state institutions, but we also, we don't, we're not totally dependent on them. Yeah, yeah. And we have, let's say, for better or for worse, worse a, a 60-year head start in trying to live together. Compared to the region. Compared to the region. But we did not, we don't have a great track record in living together. Yeah, we do. do I we? Mean, the 20th we, we, century was quite no, quite difficult. No, for no, no, it was mostly that of coexistence except for certain periods where this, the, the order broke down when, when basically it was challenged by the 20th century model. So it could have won. It could have won. Uh-huh. Yeah, the 20th century model could have won in Lebanon. Yeah. And we would have had some sort of version of the Ba'ath Party ruling us since the 1960s. So that's there's a dichotomy for you. Going yeah. back to the original point of the conversation, it's really either some vicious form of tyranny, secularism, a la Ataturk, or it's something which is not very appealing either, Morsi, Erdogan. And that's the, the third option is going back to where before that line begins, before those two lines begin. It's going back to the Ottoman city, the cosmopolitan... cosmopolitan. To a smaller, to a, uh, uh, a much smaller uh, uh, governance model. Mm-hmm. Like instead of the the big nation state, uh, I think local local administration and local uh, communal yeah. uh, services are are, are are far better. Lo- localism, localism, yes. localism, which implies a form of confessionalism, which could be which could, could be, be yeah. yeah. It in certain places it could be in certain other places it couldn't because each area has a different different. Uh, you know, I've never had this conversation before. The persuasion to confessionalism. <laughs> and I think uh, there's one person that I, re- I remember changing his mind later in life, which is Kamal Salibi. Yes. I saw his Ikhraj Eid. His, he his has it framed in his house. Framed, yes. exactly. His birth yes. certificate framed with his sect slashed. Slashed, yes. Right. And... I may be wrong in this, but yeah. he he changed his mind because he lo- no longer believed in the model, yes. which you're in effect describing. Yes, that power sharing, confessional model that we have. Yes. He abandoned hope. Yes, but you still have hope in that model. No, well, um, it's not. I mean, I I don't have an absolute hope in one in one model, mm-hmm. but. Uh, in the same way, I don't have an absolute belief in a in a, in a so secular the, the secularists can be as dangerous as sectarians if they are uh-huh. 
if they are if they become bigoted bigoted secularists very anti yes <laughs> a, a bigoted secular big, bigoted sectarianist and bigoted secularists are, are the, the same, same bigots yes. yeah okay bigots. and good governance is what most people have been protesting about yeah probably that more than the the model itself uh, the the infrastructure itself well the, i think they've been wrongly uh, um, blaming the sectarian mm-hmm. model what they call the sectarian model or the the, the power sharing model yes. for all the problems uh, so the, the bigots are, are including yeah. including uh, the environment including yes. uh, you know uh, all the types trash. of issues that affect all confessions yeah, yeah. right including uh, so, uh, uh, electricity and uh, mm-hmm. water and let, let, let's end it with this let me tell you something <laughs> there is a chapter in Ibn Khaldun which in which he describes the relationship between the defeated and the victors and he says that the defeated always idealize the victors and emulate them Mm-hmm. and try to to emulate them. Mm-hmm. And I think within civil society in Lebanon, there is a certain degree of Syria envy. Syria envy? Yes, in the sense that we have a feeling of failure because of the civil war. Our society failed, and we've been dominated by Syria I see. and occupied by Syria. And Syria is a secular society where they don't where, which is a secular socialist, strong army fighting for the causes. You know, it's every. If you if you take what the so-called civil society in Lebanon really want, that's what they want. It's a it's a it's a it's a kind of a it's a it's a it's a Syria envy without Bashar maybe, but but that there is there is that element of of. Uh, feeling that we failed and the model that has succeeded is that that model. So when the whole region is trying to get rid of the model, we are trying to acquire it. But we we desperately pushed that model out of the country after the Civil War. It wasn't something that we were embracing, on the contrary. So... Okay, so you think it's the it's the but lib- see, religious sec- it's the power sharing uh, sectarian Lebanese that were pushing against that, and the secular civil society was embracing that model. I think it is uh, un- universally accepted in Lebanon that the secular model is the more politically correct to have that no one in Lebanon will tell you now that they would defend the what you are calling the sectarian mm-hmm, model mm-hmm. so in, in 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 effect i mean if if you want i am the real problem in lebanon <laughs> because everybody is secular you know nabih birri is secular wali jumblat is secular <laughs> Even even Hassan Nasrallah is secular, you know. But it's Nadim Shadi. So Nadim Shadi is the only sectarian person That's in Lebanon. Great. That's teaching at a secular or yeah, teaching secular values. You are, you do. I mean, you're a product of 
I know you might you might not call it its foundation. It's not secular, but you are in a secular institution. Yeah, yeah, no, you're part of second. I am, I I am a secular person living in a secular area of Beirut. So you're the real secular secularist defending the sectarian system, while it's the sectarianists who are defending the secular ideology. You've got me lost here. You are secular. No, in your in your private life, you are tolerant. I'm a. I'm a, I'm I'm a liberal uh, tolerant person who thinks that the the secularists can be as bigoted as the religious. I'll give you that. Your take on that, because I know it's not a it's not a dominant issue yes. in Lebanon, but it's an issue that has it's a 20th century discussion. It lasted the full century. It lingers on in 2019. It's still being discussed. Um, I had a civil marriage here in yes. New York. Yeah, um, that was an option. Like, would very some extra effort needed to remove my confession. And remove. You did? No, I did not. I no. did not. But why did you have to do? Why did you? To. No, no. My my point was, if I wanted to do it in Lebanon, there's yeah. only one option, which is removing my sect from my birth certificate. Right. My wife removes hers. Yes. And we can wait in line for our civil marriage to be approved, if it would be approved down the road down by the, the Ministry road. of Interior, which is a long shot anyway. It is a long shot. Yeah. Yes. And the, well, not many cases have been approved since it sort of became a little more fashionable. In yes. the last few years, yes. the easier route because is because it caused. I mean, there was a there was a backlash from religious authorities mm-hmm. and who opposed it. Yes, and uh, uh, the the uh, so the the sort of consensus driven uh, mentality in uh-huh. Lebanon is is to avoid such controversies. Right, especially when it's when it's from one side, like, uh, and uh-huh. I think it's from the wrong side. I mean, if you want to speak plainly and in a sectarian fashion, <laughs> I don't think, I think Christians should be more opposed to, to the to to uh, civil marriage than Muslims. And you're speaking in numbers. No, 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 I'm speaking in in uh, on uh, on uh, uh, theological grounds because. In Christianity, uh, uh, marriage is a sacred rite. It's okay. it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's like baptism, and uh, so baptism, marriage, and the the you know when you die, the the priest comes and gives you the final sort of pardon. <laughs> yes, these <laughs> these are sacred sacred rites. These are uh, and the. Uh, 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 um, confession is a, is, 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 is a right and so is um, um, I mean there are, there are, so in Islam it's not sacred sacred right in Islam it's a, it's, it's a pure contract mm-hmm. there's no there's no theological element in it and it's a very flexible contract meaning that you can have a very liberal almost secular 
Islamic secular. Almost secular. Almost secular. But I, like many in Lebanon, prefer the civil marriage option. I, I think I think you should have the freedom to take whatever you prefer. But if Absolutely. I'm not mistaken, you should not be forced to take any to 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 into any uh, uh, engagement you're not happy with, especially not marriage. Especially not marriage, <laughs> yes. right? But that requires me to leave the country. Technically. Yes. Uh, technically, it doesn't. You don't have to, but uh, well, I mean, it's either leaving the country or getting that marriage one day approved. If I'm lucky, years and years from now. Yes, and I mean there, there may there may come a time when you can get married online. Oh yeah, well in, that's in, in that's, Cyprus, but I mean I think the the Cypriots benefit from they do, and don't you think that's a disservice to us that we're not that the if. If there's going to be breathing space among the communities, d- don't secularists also get to have their own breathing space while it's not dismantling the system? It, it is dismantling the system. Do you let, really let, let, think a yeah. civil marriage is a direct threat to yes. the confessional power sharing twentieth century phenomenon that comes back from the eighteen sixties? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you can't have both. You, you can't have both. Civil marriage is out of that. Orbit. We cannot allow for civil marriage unless we tear down the state. Let me tell you. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> let, 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 let me explain to you why. Yes. Because. Do you have a secular marriage? A civil marriage? Me? No, no. I got married in a church. You got married in a church. Yes. Do you have friends that had civil marriage? Yes. Okay. I have. I have friends who. Yeah. Of course, I have friends of of civil civil marriage. I have friends who converted. To, to a third religion okay yes. friends mm-hmm. who were both non-Muslim and who who both <laughs> <laughs> converted to Islam just for the for the marriage but they would have I, I'm assuming they would have had a civil marriage had that been an option that they did not yes it was the war and they could have traveled to, uh, to, yeah. to Cyprus but so they, converting they to Islam for was liberal, easier than traveling to Cyprus yeah and they probably did it out of convenience for liberal a liberal contract yeah, they, 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 they are both no, they are both very secular right so that's in a way that's almost too fringe because it doesn't it sh- is too fringe it's not the power of the system but no no but but you see let me explain to you why is a, a civil marriage can be dangerous. You see, re- religious marriages are a mixture of theology and tradition. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You can have the same theology applied in a very liberal manner. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, can have the same theology applied in a very conservative, conservative yeah. uh, bigoted, bigoted, bigoted yes. Uh, manner. Yes. Um, it depends on the individual priests or the individual uh, uh, sheikhs. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go to a sheikh and he could give you the exact terms of a civil marriage. Right. In a religious contract right religious mm-hmm. contract for the woman and the man to have an equal say in in divorce mm-hmm. you can uh, put conditions for alimony for uh, uh, dowry for uh, child custody for lots of things you can you sure. can you can uh, uh, 
you can go all the way. Yes. Now, oh, uh, not all the way. You can go almost, almost, all the almost way. all the way. Yeah. Uh, except that when you get into trouble, you will be judged in a religious court, right? Rather than in a civil court. And I'm guessing that's why your friends converted to Islam out of. They did it. At, uh, they were eccentrics. Let's eccentrics. put it this way. <laughs> but I'm sure that factored into the equation. Well, what factored the equation was that uh, they considered that they, uh, they they converted to Sunni Islam, which in their eyes was the most quote unquote liberal liberal divorce settlement option, <laughs> <laughs> or or liberal marriage option, because you could put well, anything. but that in itself means yeah. right. What yeah. is it about yeah. marriage? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, right, there are <laughs> so. So let, let me let me tell you why civil marriage can be the civil marriage law in Lebanon can be dangerous. I don't like the can be. I prefer is dangerous. Is I da- like okay. the assertion. Okay, let yes. me let me let me tell you why it is. <laughs> it's a, it's a danger. It's the largest threat to the Lebanese. Biggest threat. The biggest to threat the, to Lebanon. To, Le- <laughs> to peace. To peace. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you consider that the state is not. The state cannot be your enemy, so if you want people to live in a in a in a under the authority of a state in peace together, they have to have protected boundaries, as I mentioned, and they have to think of the state as a neutral force, not controlled by any other group. You are applying the communal protection a la Ottoman era yeah. to a contract among two people. No, 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 no. I'm, sa- I'm, I'm, I'm now telling you about the state. Oh, we're going yeah. back. Okay, yeah. okay. So this is not... No, yeah. no, this is not... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a civil, a, a one single civil marriage code, a codified civil marriage law... It is impossible for it to be totally equidistant from all the canons and Sharia versions that exist in the country. So at the moment you have 18 separate laws in Lebanon for, for... I believe it's fifteen. It's less than eighteen. Is uh, it? Yeah, I think I think there are hey, there are eighteen uh, communities. There are eighteen communities, but yeah, there's slightly less marriage codes. But anyway, it's up there. Uh, the, the, uh, um, uh, is, is is there? I, I believe so. I'll double yes. check on that, but I, okay. I believe so. Yeah. But anyway, you have you have eighteen recognized communities. Mm-hmm. Each of them has a a their own religious courts for mm-hmm. governing civil affairs mm-hmm. like marriage, mm-hmm. divorce, inheritance. Uh, Trusts, it's all religious trusts, yes. and all, all, all the above, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which is a continuation of the Ottoman system, if you like. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Now, uh, if you have a civil law governing all these issues, for any of these communities not to feel that the state is against them, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this civil law has to be equidistant from all these laws because civil marriage is not equidistant it is a threat to then then all it, communities and no then 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 this then the the state law will become uh, 
favorable to some and antagonistic to others. So, for example, let's, let, let's take yeah. a very simple, uh, simple example. Mm-hmm. Uh, inheritance. Yeah? In certain uh, Sunni jur- jur- jurisprudence versus some Shia jurisprudence, uh, there, there, is, there are differences in the inheritance law between men and women. Right. So, if you are a man, if you if you if you are a man and you have four daughters, uh, as a, if you are Sunni, your male next of kin will inherit more yes. than your daughters. Yes. If you are Shia, your daughters will inherit equally, mm-hmm. which equates between genders in, in inheritance. Yes. It will be seen as a Shia law by the by the Sunnis. Um, okay, I mean, I, I see. Yes, I you see, see what that I mean. It, it 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 will it will be more antagonistic to Sunnis than Shia. Aspect, in, in other in other case, in other uh, issues, it may be more more antagonistic to to Shias. I, I, I'm just giving you one one example of how. But civil civil code, I believe, is implemented on most things in Lebanon anyway. So it's not... Except except personal status. Except personal status. Yes. That's true. Yes. But if You know, it, the, the only other country that does that is Israel also. They have the, and we're all lining up in Cyprus for yes. our civil exactly. marriages. Yes. But I'm, I, I guess my point is the yearning is there. And that I don't think necessarily uh, pressures the state to behave Differently, it only affords that option that for those that want see, it. How does a state create a civil law in Lebanon? How does any state create a civil well, law through parliament? So you're, I so see. You have to I have. See. You have okay. to. You have yeah. to create. Yeah. It's like you know when we were trying to do an electoral law, you have to create a parliamentary commission, and in a country like Lebanon, the parliamentary commission will have to represent all the interests in the country. Right. And you will have to have religious people from all parts as having a say in it. So because of the essence of the country, the confessional power-sharing system that we have, anything that is encroaching on secular when it comes to personal status is impossible because we, we will never have a unanimous agreement on an issue like that. You can mm. if you give the state total hegemony over the individual. That's fascinating. Civil marriage yes. implies total hegemony. Civil uh, marriage civil is, marriage in, in, implies state. So civil marriage is not liberal. <laughs> another, sen- another great quote. So, so if liberalism <laughs> is, is... If that is not liberal, what is liberal? No, no. If... 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 If liberalism includes the separation of church and state, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. In Lebanon, you have liberalism would be the separation of churches and the state because we have many churches. Yes. 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 And a civil marriage would be the hegemony of the state over the churches rather than the separation of the churches over the states. Or even worse, it will be the hegemony of the state over certain 
yes. sects and not over more than others. So the balancing act is more important than an individual. Yeah, uh, uh, because because you st- no no you still have your individual freedom up to a point. You have more individual freedom than anywhere else in the sense that than anywhere else. Yes, let me explain to you why. Because <laughs> because you can get married in Cyprus mm. and come back to Lebanon and your marriage will be accepted and if god forbid you have to divorce or what or whatever your you your the, the the jurisdiction of your marriage will apply so you will be divorced on separate on separate uh, law yes now if you if you scale this up but that up, means i'm leaving lebanon no this means that you can I'm going to you, another that, country that, to get that, that in the 21st century, where you can travel anywhere. You have a whole menu of, if you like Dutch law better than French <laughs> law or German, but couldn't law you also in, make uh, the in same Bavaria argument? Bavaria better than German law in sure. Prussia or Saxony. Okay. So we're or willing... if you'd rather go to <laughs> Romania, you you have the whole menu of. Of 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 legal systems that you can choose from. You're absolutely right. You can but apply the, for a visa. You can travel to any country. You can get and, a marriage and, there. And in this day uh, day and age, there is nothing preventing an online marriage. But that's not happened yet. It's not happened. Yeah, but, uh, it's not happened. I mean, and I, as far as I know, embassies you can't just show up at the embassy and get married either. No, so because the because no, no embassy would have the courage to do it. Well, courage or without? I mean, it's just not there. It's not available. Yeah. But, but but technically you technically can, mm. you can you can uh, an embassy should be able to allocate a small room of four square meters <laughs> <laughs> where you can go in and have and get but you or are, you, you are, can have a ship but you are encouraging you you're encouraging Lebanese who let's say want anything that's not available to leave. No, they don't have to leave. They can they can go if and come back. If you want better pay, you leave the country. If you want, uh, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. If you want to, uh, if you want education abroad, yeah, you have to you have to go if it's not available. There's a lot of things that people are leaving against their will, and people yeah. emigrate for all. Usually, not for the right, not for. They're not emigrating because the world is theirs, and they can choose which country to benefit from. It's more because they don't have the option at home. People are leaving. And they're leaving because the situation in the country is really bad, and they they want they want to live. So, but it's not bad because of let's well, it's not going to get fully resolved if you if you become a secular secular uh, country. I'll give you that. If you that abolish secularism, so, so will not solve all of Lebanon's problems. Will not solve all of. Uh, I, I think. I think it will increase them. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see. The, the, so for for let's go back to the definition of what is liberalism. Liberalism means someone to be liberal means someone to be tolerant, someone to be generous, someone to be to be accepting of others. It's uh, it's been transformed into. A a a secular into secularism, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be secular. You can yes, you can, you can be you can be a, you can be a religious liberal, 
and you can be a secular liberal, and you can be a religious bigot, and you can be a secular bigot. That's so, true. So there's there's separate issues. You, you see. Yes. Yes. Uh, so my point, my main point, is that what's important is not to stick to one set of ideas and take them to the extreme to the point where you are intolerant of any others. But am I taking so, it to an extreme? If, if yeah. I want to have what is afforded to me outside of the country in Lebanon, am I really taking it that far? Like what? Well, I mean... Said, oh, that's a an easy example. Yeah, that's probably the most. You yeah. are you are in a very privileged position in Lebanon because you can choose whatever country you're, you 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 want it you want to get you want it to be afforded to you in and apply those laws in Lebanon. I'm I don't know if that's really a, a luxury. If I just want a standard civil marriage in Lebanon, I don't know if the counterweight to that is, well, I have the whole world at my disposal. In other words, the, the, the numbers that do leave the country to get civil marriage are quite large. No, but do, do they leave the country never to come back, or do they just go hop over to Cyprus, 20-minute flight? You know, it's, it's what people commute every day. <laughs> you know? uh, well, I mean, boarding a plane, getting a visa, yeah. these things, paying for the the entire the expenses are quite high. If still cheaper than getting married in Lebanon, that's true. Really You're really absolutely right. I'll give you that one. the Sands versus yeah. Cyprus, but they still come back and do their celebrations anyway. So they're spending. If they could afford it, yeah. yeah. But what I mean is, if the ultimate goal is to just, I. Is it convenience or is it ideology or is it, what is it? Why, why do we need civil marriage? Is it, it because we are secularists who refuse? It's, it's, it's a fundamental right. If no, it's, it's not. Uh, ah, no, 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 no. Liberty is a fundamental right. Choice is a fundamental right. Freedom of religion is a fundamental right. Secularism is not a fundamental right. Should I want to have a marriage that is not uh, dependent on any religious institution? I am forced to leave the country. I do not have that choice by yes. default. Yes. Now, that's an inconvenience that maybe preserves the power-sharing system that we have. But are you certain of the implosion of the system should we start allowing that in the country i am not certain of anything okay <laughs> but let me let me let me point to you point you to the to the mm. dangers yes two 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 or two arguments for this one of them if i had if you and i had the choice between a religious marriage and a civil marriage in lebanon Knowing you and knowing me, we would both go to a civil marriage. Absolutely. Yeah, because we're not religious. Yeah. This means that the secular people would not go to, would not opt for a religious marriage. Correct. Which means that only the very religious people would go to a religious marriage. 
yes. which means that the institutions of religious marriage will be will move to the right. You see, they will whereas, attract whereas, the whereas, more conservative. Yes. Yes. Where, so, so where, and, and you will you will create a larger rift between the 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 and, and you will you will decrease the chances of reform in the religious institutions. So you're so you yeah. so you'll make them worse. So I agree with you that religious institutions are bad. Mm-hmm. Let's agree on that. But if a religious institution has to deal with people like you and with bigoted other with religious bigots at the same time, they will become more liberal to accommodate all, all the whole spectrum. So you're Whereas asking if they only have to deal with religious bigots yeah. or religious people, and not all religious people are bigots. Some secularists are far more bigoted than, than the religious people. Yes, believe me. Mm-hmm. So, if a if a religious authority has to de- has to accommodate a Roni Shatah and an Adim Shahadi, as well as a very religious fundamentalist uh, person or couple, then. That religious authority will will be far more liberal and tolerant, and will be more flexible because well, it has to accommodate that spectrum. Yes. If I, all I, the Roni Shatahs and the Nadim Shahadis go to secular marriage, to a secular civil marriage in Lebanon, and only the religious people will, and uh, then then the 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 religious uh, authority and the religious system will become far more. Uh, conservative and 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 uh, less tolerant and less li- less liberal. That's one thing. But the other the other danger is the process. The process for creating such a law, which we spoke about briefly, that we'd never get there anyway because of the no. We could, we or worse. I mean, success is the worst. Is worse than failure in this in this option because. Because if you succeed, you will have such a diluted... Uh, if you need to accommodate all these people, all these laws, um, and make sure that they are all happy, you, you could probably end up with the worst possible law. Which would be what? Uh, which would be a compromise between all the canons... Right. So, so you're either imposing a a law on the on religion, on the, which you so you are you are infringing on religious freedom. Mm-hmm. You're you're telling people you're not allowed to to practice your your beliefs. Right. Or you're creating a religious. Uh, 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 you're creating a secular law that clashes with certain religious authorities and maybe not with others which means the 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 state will no longer be a neutral body what you're asking for are the secularists to defend the sectarian system because without us being part of it the sectarian system becomes too sectarian 
you're, you're in a way, it's an obligation on our part to liberalize our respective religions through the religious courts, where you have liberal Sunni, liberal Shia, liberal Protestant or whatever, that we are, if we are not trusting that system, we are leaving it to the uh, extremists. Yes. But is it really our obligation to defend... No, it's not. I'm not asking you to be an activist reformer <laughs> against, against the religious authorities. I'm saying that a wide spectrum from the very secular to the fundamentalist passing by the religious and the pious, which is not bad. I mean, I'm not saying pious people are bad. Yeah. Right. I am not pious, but mm-hmm. just... But you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're neither pious nor bad. Yeah, but you, you, you see what I mean? Uh-huh. So, so, so the, the, that religious authority will have to be more tolerant and more liberal in order to be able to deal with that wide spectrum. But I would challenge you on a few assumptions. Please do. I think a secular society can accommodate diversity and pluralism. And I think a sectarian society can do the same, accommodate a secular strain. Of course, and, right? yes. And I don't think it's 100% either way. Absolutely. So, no, I totally... Uh, I, uh, this is not a challenge. I totally agree with you. Ah, well I, then... I totally agree So then that, why can't that, you let us have and a that's civil my definition in Lebanon? That's my definition <laughs> of, of, of liberalism. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you can have a civil marriage in Lebanon, but you cannot have a civil law in Lebanon. Well, at the moment, it's either one is impossible. I mean, the civil marriage option in the country is so complicated, and it's being yes, suff- it's being stunted anyway. So that is not available. It's being stunted because of the opposition of the religious authorities, and exactly. because of the political. Because politicians are not willing to confront the religious authorities, but that's but to, that goes back to, to exploit my... the, loop, the loopholes in the system, right? And it shouldn't be based on a loophole. It should be something that is available. My 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 only point is, why can't the the I don't I don't know if ideology I I don't know if I would agree with that that this is not an ideological battle against power sharing. I it think. is. And it's ex- it, it, is, it is an ideological battle if it's taken against to power sharing by people who are bigoted secular modernists. But we're not who believe mm. that. <laughs> Say that again, <laughs> just for that bigoted secularist modernist. Is yes. that the? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> the secularists of the Middle East. <laughs> no, the ones in Europe are worse. Oh, the ones in Europe are worse. So we're the good of ones. Of course. We're the, yeah. 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 No, but I, I don't know if it's t- it should be taken that far. We're not fascists. We're not demanding a a. We're not pushing for an ideological war against the confessional power sharing. I think you can have both. And the numbers, uh, your your point is well taken. That it, there is the choice. You just have to leave the country. All right. But that's an, that's a huge inconvenience, and it's what's it, a huge inconvenience. It's not. It's not just a commute. It's not a drive. It's yeah. not. You know. You park your car. You get out. You sign and come. It's not no, no, that. We, you're, and it, we shouldn't have to leave to a third party country. In this and day and age, you don't have to. 
in this day and age, you can do it online. Can't yet. Can't do that yet. No, but why? Why don't you? Why? why it's, not, it's not available. It's not. Why not? Well, that's that's a different question. Maybe that's why. Why, why not? Online marriages have not. I mean, online voting is new. That yes. hasn't hasn't become universal. Okay. Online marriage, I don't think, exists anywhere. No, but why? Why? Why doesn't it? Why don't you create an online marriage you system want and you become a billionaire tomorrow? So the Lebanese that me, want a civil marriage in Lebanon need to resort to the internet. They can. I mean, they, you know, we live in a globalized world. Then can I push it further? Yeah. Are we expected to demand everything we don't have in the country by just leaving the country? What What is it you don't have in the country? You want a decent job? Well, yes. it's easy. You go to the Gulf. Absolutely, yeah. That, that I don't think that's right. I think no, that's it's a, not. Okay. No. Uh, you want a better education? You apply to universities in Europe or the, the States, Canada, yes. and you leave. Yeah. And then chances are, if you can stay abroad, you stay abroad. Yes, because yeah. of the conditions in Lebanon. Right. Yeah. Why isn't civil marriage closer to that than an ideological struggle against power sharing? I want, I want a secular certificate. I want a certificate that has no religious involvement. Why can't I do both? Acknowledge the power-sharing structure. Why do you want a certificate that has no ideological involvement, that has no religious involvement? Maybe the same way I would want to live my life without religious intrusion, and that includes marriage. But you see, you could live your life without religious intrusion. By leaving the country. In a country, in a country like Lebanon now, because of the power sharing formula, because you can, you, but in the most liberal contract, I would still need to have a sheikh, and be part of that institution. If I want yeah. none of that, yes. Could I also have? Could I respect the power sharing system and be afforded my secular marriage? And not have an ideological battle by taking a plane to Cyprus. <laughs> so it comes okay. Well, the system will tolerate the system. Mm-hmm. The system will tolerate any. So either plane to Cyprus or online. Yeah, online. Online. I, I think wedding. online would be would be what would be amazing. I mean, uh, you you if you create a if if Holland or. Denmark or France create an online marriage system where the state will recognize it. Would you have augmented reality also? Will you we show up as our rea- avatars? And yes. Can we choose who we marry at that moment as well? Can we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but I think it comes back to... I don't, basically, I don't think it's such an inconvenience to fly to Cyprus. But it is. It is... You're going to the airport and you're flying across the med. You're yes. you're you're leaving. You're not. Yes. You are. It's not as inconvenient as going somewhere else. That's yeah. true, but it shouldn't be Cyprus's benefit that we go there and we improve their economy, and we we grant them hundreds, thousands of tourists every year. Yes. Not because we love Cyprus. We're not going there for their beaches or their history. You could go anywhere. You could do it in any other country. Well, the... Except for, Israel. The, for, well, yeah. That, <laughs> but they don't have... <laughs> for many reasons. For, for many, many reasons. reasons. <laughs> Least of them is their civil marriage law. 
<laughs> no, no, because of their civil well, marriage. Like, I understand. Yeah. And the other problems that arise from Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. Well, if you're so... Uh, if you're willing to protect power sharing to its... I mean, as far as it goes in Lebanon... I'm not protecting power sharing. You're I acknowledging am, its, am, its positive am, yes. characteristics. Yes. And its history. Yes. And why it works, or yes. why it worked. Well, because I think what is failing now is a... The, 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 the 20th century model of the secular, strong, sovereign, uh, all-providing state is failing. Would you put the American University of Beirut, or this one, Lebanese American University, would you put that within the sectarian, confessional, power-sharing history of the region? Or would you put that more on the secular... Give me one single university mm-hmm. which was established before the 20th century. That's a good point. That is not of, relig- of religious origin. And because of these missionary... Not missionaries, no. I mean, uh, not just missionaries. Even in Europe. I mean, Harvard, uh, Yale... All these universities were 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 originally religious institutions. They were established by 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 religious people, and they've also been bastions of secularism. Well, uh, Protestant, uh, you see, uh, Protestantism is is in in a, in a way political Protestantism, if, if you like, is is, <laughs> is, a, is a secular ideology, because it is a separation of church and state, and that is what these universities bring to the region, which is a a belief in that, or at least uh, that's an, an aspiration. You know, the French universities, the French mm. uh, 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 also bring that because they bring the, the kind of laic uh, uh, mental- mentality, which is, is the French secularist mentality which but the French version the, the, the French version of secularism and okay, but yeah. th- th- there's something else we have to, we have mm-hmm, to correct mm-hmm. Turkey is not a secular state true Turkey is a state where religion has been appropriated by the state in the same way mm-hmm. as Egypt appropriates religion in the same way as Syria appropriates religion so the institutions again though these are not secular values. so they call themselves secular yes but they have their definition of what islam is mm-hmm. including uh, 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 and and they they promote it and they they co-opt the religious establishment but this is more like Ceausescu and the church or Stalin uh, and the church it's, uh, yeah that's not I mean, no one turns to Romania of the 70s and 80s as the secular example we don't look at Ceausescu as a secular no. leader he was a despot a cruel despot yeah. Stalin was a horrible <laughs> figure for not we don't look at him as sort of the champion of secular ideals so was Saddam Hussein and you name it, Hafiz, Bashar, Qazafi, yeah. yeah. the whole list. Exactly. But these are not secularists. They're not champions of secular ideals. These are despots. 
you can have despots in religious institutions, like you said earlier. Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if the line is that clear that you can just throw all of the secularists in one camp, and that's secularism. I'm 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 not saying that secularism that necessarily leads to despotism. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not inevitable. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that people who are calling for a civil marriage in Lebanon <laughs> out of an ideological <laughs> stance rather than because they cannot afford 200 bucks to fly to Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And I, I assure you, most of them can. It's more than 200. You're inviting your family. You want your you immediate... You don't have to, but you usually want them... You want your immediate family. It's a few thousand dollars. In any case, okay. the campaigners, the people who are campaigning for it are generally middle-class people who, 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 can afford, who can afford it. I think a far more serious issue is the, is the, the uh, nationality issue where a, a woman should be able to give her, her, her nationality to her children. I am totally for that. Because that does not confront power-sharing. No, because that's a, that's a, that's a question of, of civil rights, of of human rights, of uh, you exclude civil marriage between. from civil rights, but you would include uh, a woman's right. Yeah, uh, because 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 the civil marriage is the imposition of a state hegemony over religious institutions. But that includes a country which, like the United States. So, yes. uh, what is the alternative to well, before gay marriage was? Was civil union? Yes. Are you? Would you be okay for that option in Lebanon? A civil union that does not intrude on God. I I personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, I'm making this think, a bit subjective on your part, yeah, but I'm no, curious. But I, I, you know, some churches can accept. It. There's no. There's you know. There, there's there are liberal churches who would accept that too. So a civil union is as far as you'd be willing to go in that case, when the Lebanese context. As, so long as there's no intrusion on religion and government. So, so I don't want the state to infringe on the freedom of religion or to have hegemony over religious institutions because it will drive them to extremes. It's, you see, my definition of the Arab Spring mm-hmm. is a spring in, in terms of... Uh, you know, a, 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 an actual spring. An actual spring, which is a, a, a metal coil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the more you press on a string, the more <laughs> pressure you put on a string, the higher it will jump. And it's not a coincidence that the most fundamentalist movements have emerged from the most secular countries. You're pushing down on that spring. You're pushing down against yes. religious institutions. Even fundamentalist Muslims in Lebanon are far more liberal than 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 uh, uh, than in any other places because there there's no there's much less pressure but that's the argument of I mean there's that famous story where when Khatimi came uh, to Lebanon and he he was with with uh, Sayyid Hassan Nasrallah and they walked in the street and in Dahiya and he saw women wearing uh, 
just little scarves or or mini skirts or uh, you know and he and he he said what's what's this he told him so Hazan said Hassan Nasrallah told him this is Lebanon so even the most fundamentalist party has to be tolerant in Lebanon because of that I don't know if I would be able to follow you down that path where we're now uh, the secularist liberals need to turn to conversations between Nasrallah and Khatami to gain confidence in power sharing in institutions of the country I, no, I'm I, saying that even the extremists in Lebanon are more tolerant the extremists are more tolerant maybe because of what you described earlier which is in itself the pluralism of the country absolutely has afforded but us you see, the pluralism of Lebanon is not exceptional every single other country there is no country which is totally homogeneous yes there are countries that are homogenized I mean if you look at Turkey mm-hmm. they're not all Turks as they are led to believe there are mm-hmm. the you know the, the population is hugely diverse sure Sure, and and there are people from all sorts of. I mean, there are Kurds who are denied mm-hmm. their being Kurdish. There are Alevis who are denied being Alevis. There are Armenians. Arabs there are Arabs. Yeah. There are. So the diversity is suppressed in Turkey. The spring is therefore pushed yes. to its limit. And in Syria, the homogenizing ideology of the Ba'ath Party, which is Arab nationalist, which also suppressed all these, mm-hmm. uh, um, drove people to, to extremes. So secular ideology pushes that spring a little too far for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's intolerant. And a better version would be something like the Lebanese model. Well, the Lebanese model is more of a separation of church and state than a secular model in France, let's say, because because then you have the the hegemony of the state over the church. When you have one single civil law, which you have no choice but to follow, but the state of the state you describe is quite hor- horrific. Which one? This the. Um, this this very oppressive state that takes up you mean France <laughs> the, I think the description you give for a state is one of absolute control and that's the that's the moment you open the door to things that are too secular you end up in a in a despotic situation and France the separation of church and state is not something that one thinks of maybe right away as an well, abusive, intolerant okay. one that, you know, curtails religion. You know, if and you look at French history, there's been quite a few massacres to achieve that kind of hegemony of the state and, and that homogeneity. I mean, recently there's been the... the uh, uh, people have been digging up the, the, the some of the massacres in the Vendée sure, and yeah. other places. And, of course, there is the... Uh, it's easy to say that we are homogeneous when you massacre all the Protestants and, and kick them out. <laughs> True. <laughs> and it's, it's the same way in, 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 uh, in, in Turkey. It's easy to say you're homogeneous when you, when you uh, 
basically uh, uh, get rid of the Armenians and the Greeks and the Arabs, and you suppress the all the, the one the, all the all the rest. I think it's a healthy way of looking all all these things in perspective. Because sure, if you draw the line further down, then yeah, the French history is is yeah. brutal. Uh, and European history is brutal. Very European brutal. European history, they have achieved this ideal of homogene- homogeneity and cohesiveness through through very bloody wars. You're right, and the anomaly could be. And the 20th like century nine. has been mm-hmm. the 20th century ideal of secularism, homogeneity, and state sovereignty, uh, and all that uh, has has caused a lot of hardship. I mean, there's been millions and millions of people moved, forcibly moved. You know, think of Pakistan and India, mm-hmm. because we have a mentality that we have to have a homogeneous state. They they had to be separated. Think of Israel and uh, and Palestine. Sure, think of uh, think of Turkey and Greece. But this is think na- of nationalism. Twenty million Germans. Sure, but that's nationalism, and it's and it's most brutal. Absolutely, that's brutal homogeneous form. nationalism. And that's vastly different than wanting a civil marriage certificate. I don't think they're. I don't think they link up that way. Uh, they do because because <laughs> you you want a civil marriage certificate, not because you can't afford two hundred bucks, because you because you don't want to the state to acknowledge the diversity that exists within the population. I don't know that's true. I would be, maybe disagree on that. That you can acknowledge the diversity and even appreciate the diversity, but you don't want the responsibility of liberalizing your own sect. You don't think it's your burden, where you shouldn't feel the pressure of either converting to get a better contract or to keep the majority liberal sheikh, whatever you would need to do to keep the conservatives at bay. I I think it's more of a, it's a convenience, but not in the way you describe of, well, I can just go to Cyprus. I think it's a convenience of, I would rather not have any of that in my life. It's an irony that the liberal-minded Arab should be defending the old sectarian model in the 21st century against 20th century fanaticism and secularism. (laughs) And I think that helps explain why the whole region is as complicated and messy as it is right now. I don't think the region is complicated and messy. I think, you know, for me... Washington is far more complicated than the whole Middle East. I'll have to take you up on a different interview for that subject. Something else we'll discuss later. Nadim, I really appreciate your time today. We talked from Ottoman liberalism to civil marriage in Lebanon, and we jumped around quite a bit. It was a fantastic conversation. Thank you. Thank you. is a historian. He said it himself. He's not a social scientist. He's allergic to that term. And his, um, his rejection of civil marriage is particularly unusual among, uh, among academics. And I found it to be a refreshing rejection because I don't know anyone other than Nadim who is that adamant against civil marriage. 
I mean, among the religious establishment, sure, you expect it there. But I don't really associate myself with that. I associate myself with people like Nadim. And he said it himself. For the most part, he's on his own. What he sees as the danger of civil marriage. Which is why I thought, what better than to have someone supporting civil marriage in the following episode. And next week, we'll be discussing the merits of civil marriage with Abdullah Salam. Abdullah is an international lawyer currently based in New York. He recently had a civil marriage ceremony in Lebanon back in June. And he is currently pushing to have his civil marriage approved by the Ministry of Interior. So we'll see where that goes. And if there's any updates between now and next week, I'll be sure to include it. This week, we had Nadim Shahadi, a defender of the sectarian order and a skeptic of secular governance. Next week, a secular advocate, Abdullah Salam, who informally advised other civil marriage cases in Lebanon and is currently pushing for his own marriage to be approved. I'm Rani Shatah, and this is the Beirut Banyan. <laughs>